I think intrinsic value is actually very important to people. And um, yes, you can get good returns of crowdfunding and crypto. And, and to be honest, I, I'm not saying you put all your money in gold, but I just think that you should have some in uh, something that's tangible that you can't print. And um, uh, obviously, you can't print gold or silver. So, you know, I, I think that uh, it makes sense to have some. This episode of Early Bird, Simon Popple, Managing Director of Brookville Capital. Simon joins the podcast today to talk about what to look for when investing in gold stocks, including the advantages and disadvantages of investing in gold. If you're an investor looking to stay on top of the latest market trends, then you're listening to the right podcast. This is Early Bird, and I'm your host, Stephen Lerner. Before we get to today's discussion, Let me tell you how you can save time and beat the market through Early Bird, a free daily email newsletter featuring commentary about the latest trends in stocks, cryptocurrency, and equity crowdfunding. Early Bird is designed to help individual and non-professional investors stay on top of all of the critical investing trends. The newsletter is 100% free and is sent to your email box each weekday morning. Subscribe to Early Bird for free at www.earlybird.email. Once again, that's earlybird.email. And now, today's discussion. All right, Simon, welcome to the Early Bird Podcast. How are you doing today? I'm very good, thank you. Well, thank you for joining us. We're going to be talking about what investors should be looking for when considering gold stocks or gold ETFs. Before we get that to that, Simon, uh, in about 30 seconds or less, what should the audience know about you and your background? Well, my, my background basically was um, a typical sort of MBA investment banker. Um, I was uh, one of the youngest, or actually was the youngest director of one of the world's largest private property companies, um, but left property ooh, over 15 years ago to get into uh commodities in particular gold and silver because um i saw they had a a bright future mm-hmm. um i probably left property a little bit early but um i'm very pleased i did and um i think gold and silver have got a fabulous future over the next few years so let's get into that since since you kind of you know talked start talk, started talking a little bit about the gold um you feel strongly that investors should have a portion of their portfolio in gold you know this just so our listeners know this uh, this discussion is just for entertainment purposes only always consult a financial uh, professional uh, regarding what you should do with your investments but Simon you feel strongly about having gold in a portfolio what why is that well you know gold's been around for thousands of years it's got form it's got track record Um, and um, you know I think you should have some um, there's lots of different ways you can invest in gold. So what you have very much depends on, um, you know, what you want it for and where you are in life and how old you are and many things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you've got physical gold, which is a lot less risky than, let's say, junior mining stocks. But junior mining stocks can be quite life changing if you pick the right ones. Yeah, I mean, I I, I think it's, it's a really interesting asset class and. Um, uh, yeah, I, I think everyone should have at least some in their in their portfolio. Why is that? I mean, look, I'm all for having some alternatives. I'd be a hypocrite if I said don't have any alternative 
investments whatsoever. Um, but when you look at you know so many options today for alternatives, whether it's cryptocurrency, whether it's um, equity crowdfunding or real estate or so many different options out there uh, that investors can get into, why is gold still considered a good option for some people? Well, I, I, I think you need to sort of go back to basics. You know, gold is um, it's intrinsically valuable. You know, um, I think it's probably one of the only global assets. Uh, crypto and, you know, real estate. Now, real estate in New York uh, is worth a lot more than real estate, let's say, in, 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 in various other states in New York. And likewise, real estate in London here in the UK is worth a lot more than real estate elsewhere because... Um, you know, you've got geogra geography is, is very relevant in, in terms of investments, you know, and, you know, here in the UK, my, I, I, my house is valued in sterling. I, I earn money in sterling. My pension is in sterling. Um, and what I love about gold, you know, it's the same if you're in the US, you know, here, here is an asset class that is actually not um, tied to to one currency you know it, it, it's considered valuable in many different currencies so yeah um it's, i think that you know it's a good diversifier it's not tied to currency or, or necessarily where stocks are going um I, it makes total sense but simon what about other alternatives you can invest in silver that may not be tied like i said before you can invest in cryptocurrency or real estate or startup investing or equity crowdfunding uh, many different options out there that are not tied to the dollar or tied to the broader market what makes gold so special well i mean i'd actually put silver in the same bucket as gold to be honest but i think that what makes them special is that they've got intrinsic value um and if if you go anywhere in the world with a piece of gold or a piece of silver, it's it's viewed as valuable. Mm -hmm. um, crypto, uh, you know, the laws could change against crypto, and uh, you know, good luck if you buy yourself a, your partner, a, you know, a crypto ring. Mm -hmm. um, uh, I know that uh, my my wife would be very annoyed if if I did that. She'd much prefer a gold or a silver ring, but. I, I think intrinsic value is actually very important to people. And um, yes, you can get good returns of crowdfunding and crypto. And, and to be honest, I, I'm not saying you put all your money in gold, but I just think that you should have some in uh, something that's tangible that you can't print. And um, uh, obviously you can't print gold or silver. So, you know, I, I think that uh, it makes sense to have some. Let's let's continue on this topic about the benefits of gold investing, especially with gold stocks. Um, it's often said that gold is a good hedge against inflation, uh, something that obviously as the world is still dealing with some degree of inflation, it's still something to consider. Uh, talk a little bit about, about that, Simon, how it is a hedge against inflation and other benefits of investing in gold. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think gold is... is um, often considered a safe haven asset, a hedge against inflation. Um, I, I think you have to accept that you know the gold price does go down as well as up, and um, because inflation generally always goes up, um, uh, is it a perfect hedge against inflation? No, it's not. But um, I think over the longer term, it's done very, very well. And um, I've got a, a 
a free report that I'm happy for your your listeners to have a look at called Three Misconceptions of, of Investing in Gold. And within that, I've got a breakdown of currencies, and it just shows how well gold has performed um, in different currencies. And um, I think you know that's very relevant because a lot of people, you know, there's there's one thing investing in an asset class, but you need to remember the currency you're investing in as well. And so, if the asset you need the asset class to do well and the currency to stay stay stable, and uh, you know you could be in a situation where the asset class does very well, but if the asset Goes up by ten percent, and the currency goes down by ten percent. Net, net, you're kind of um, you're, you're breaking even, and so um, uh, you know, currency is very, very relevant in terms of any investment. But it, it's a point that seems to be lost on a lot of people because they, you know, they tend to look at it, um, you know, purely in their own currency terms, which is um, you know, not always you know the best way of looking at it. Good point uh, on that. Um, so we talked about the benefits of investing in gold. Let, let's talk about some of the disadvantages. It's not a perfect investment. There are a lot of problems with investing in gold, um, especially as a lot of critics might say is all it is is a, a fear-based investment. Um, what are some of the disadvantages of investing in gold? Well, I mean, I, I think this is one of the sort of, if I'm honest, one of the sort of misconceptions because I think a lot of people think, you know, you invest in gold, you're going to have gold lying around the house, which is simply not true. Uh, they say, oh, you know, gold doesn't give an income. Physical gold, you're absolutely right, it doesn't. But if you invest in shares, um, you know, Newmont has got a market value of $33, $34 billion, uh, yield of, what, 3.9%. So um, does it yield less than you get in a bank account? I know maybe a little bit, but... But you've got the potential of capital gain as well. And um, not only are you exposed to gold, you're exposed to many other commodities. So mm-hmm. I, I think there's, um, uh, you know, gold is probably misunderstood, I think is probably the best way of describing it. And um, because of that, I think that, you know, people ought to have some in their portfolio. Um, because, um, yes, you know, you're right, there are disadvantages. You know, the gold price does go up and down. But uh, I think realistically, you know, any any asset class goes up and down. And um, uh, I was told, uh, uh, talk about investments, you know, never never to love anything that can't love you back. And, uh, you know, I know gold doesn't love you back, but if I'm honest, neither does property or, or many other uh, asset classes. So, so you know, I, I think that, um, uh, you know, if, if gold does well for you, don't go crazy. Likewise, if property does well for you, don't go crazy. And, and uh, unfortunately, I think, you know, people have gone a bit crazy and, you know, they've had a few investments that have worked out in certain asset classes and they've ended up putting a lot more than they intended into it. And um, that's great when they're going up. But you have to remember that, you know, things go down as well. Good point. When we return, we'll hear from Simon about how to examine gold stocks, and we ask if 2023 is a good year to invest in gold. But first, let me tell you how you can become a more informed investor through Early Bird, a free daily email newsletter. Early Bird has commentary on the latest events and trends in stocks, cryptocurrency, and crowdfunding. With Early Bird's daily weekday email, investors can quickly stay on top of the trends and beat the market. Subscribe to Early Bird for free at www.earlybird.email. Once again, that's earlybird.email. And now, back to today's discussion. 
So, Simon, today we're talking about investing in gold, and we've already laid out the advantages and disadvantages of investing in gold. Um, For many of our listeners, um, they want to be able to consider a gold investment through the traditional markets, gold stocks, gold exchange-traded funds. Uh, Simon, what should investors look out for when investing in gold stocks and gold ETFs? Well, I mean, one thing I do with my, um, I've actually got a a gold package out, uh, which is a book called um, Beginner's Guide to Investing in Gold, which, you know, I think is useful. But funnily enough, what I I thought was more useful when I I put it together was um, I looked at the top holdings of many different funds. I think there's probably 30 or 40 at least that I've covered. And um, you've got to remember these are, are funds that, professionals are investing in they're in many cases investing millions of dollars and um, you know if you're going to look at gold stocks I think that you know there's a lot to be said for looking at what you know some of the, the big players like Fidelity and BlackRock um, you know what they're investing in because um, they've done an awful lot of work and an awful lot of research on these companies and you um, uh, you know, obviously, you know, you need, you, as you said at the top of this interview, you need advice from your financial advisor and stuff. But, but uh, I think it's incredibly helpful, and it, and it saves you an awful lot of time um, if, if you're looking at a few companies that um, you know some some of the larger players have invested in. And um, uh, you know, on, on that subject, you know, I would suggest people have a a range of different investments. So you know, they're diversified. So they're not all in gold, not all in silver. Not all in Canada, not all in, all in Australia, mm-hmm. you know, as, uh, not all in the US. So, you know, they kind of they have a nice mix uh, of, of investments. So um, they they're not completely exposed to one country or, or one commodity. When you're looking at gold stocks, though, or what what should investors keep an eye out for? Anything particular in terms of operations or management or anything about fundamentals about the company, the 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 price to, to uh, equity valuation. What what should investors keep an eye on, and what should they look at when they are examining these types of stocks? Well, again, this is something I cover in my book. But I mean, there's this. I think one of the misconceptions about gold and you know silver companies and any commodity company is they're all at different stages of um, uh, of the process. You know, you get some that are out and out explorers that I I, I call my forwards, and you know some of these you can make. Sort of 50, 60, 70 times your money, you can, you can make an extraordinary return. But, um, you know, they can take years and, and, and they may not work out. You could lose money. You could lose a lot of money. Um, uh, then you've got what I call my midfielders, which are companies that are pr- probably new to production. Um, and uh, then you've got your, your defenders, which are probably just com- producing one commodity. And then you've got your goalkeepers that, that are. Uh, producing a lot of commodities, so a, a, a lot depends on um, you know what you're looking to do and what you want to achieve. And I think this is one of the, again a bit of a misconception in terms of investing that you know people tend to look at it from what return can I get? And I think that's that's probably the wrong way of looking at it. You want to look at it from the other end and say what level of risk am I comfortable with, and then putting a portfolio together based on that. Um, but um, you know, without giving too much away in terms of, you know, what I like to cover, uh, I use something called the bridge system, which stands for balance sheet, resources, 
infrastructure, diversification grade and exploration potential. And um, I find that's a useful kind of checklist to use um, when looking at a company. Um, to be honest, uh, it tends to be more the forwards where you need to use it because it's already been used on uh, midfielders, defenders and goalkeepers. But um, it's quite a good sort of uh, I know, checklist, I suppose, for want of a better term when you're, when you're looking at companies. Great, great advice, uh, Simon. You know, I look at the stock market in 2023 overall. It has been a solid year. Uh, stocks are mostly positive this year. But then I look at gold stocks and gold ETFs, and most of them are down this year, and many of them are struggling. Why are gold stocks uh, struggling in 2023? Is, is this a bad time to invest in gold? Uh, it's a very good question. I mean, um, I've always been taught to buy low, sell high, and uh, no, you're absolutely right. You know, they've had they've had a they've had a rough time to put it mildly, but I think in in this day and age, um, I think there's a lot to be said for investing in in things where um, you know there's perhaps more upside than downside, and um, so I actually think now is is a good time to be investing, funnily enough, um, because um, you know you're investing uh, more towards the bottom than the top, um, but. You know, as, as I said earlier, you know, I, I, I wouldn't advocate putting all your money into any particular asset class. But I, I, I think um, there's some compelling reasons why you should at least have some investment or some exposure to um, to gold and, you know, to a lesser extent, uh, silver. It's just so weird. Didn't the price of gold reach an all-time high this year? You know, what, shouldn't that translate to higher stock prices for gold stocks it's it's just so weird that that doesn't really correlate to well it it it, it is weird but um you know i'm a great believer actions speak louder than words and you know if you if you look at what's happening in the gold council um the world gold council um central banks are buying gold hand over fist at the moment and um you know one of the things I, i would urge people to do is to is to at least set up an account and have um, you know, even if you just buy one gold coin, I mean, if, if all this sort of silver coin, whatever you want, but um, if all this blows over, you can always sell it back. But um, you know, if you can imagine, if, if we have a real crisis, I think that, that there'll be a huge number, and I'm talking about thousands, tens of thousands, potentially millions of people wanting to set up um, uh, accounts and, you know, gold and silver um and, uh, you know, that's not a cue I want to be in. You know, I, I want to have my account set up now. And uh, I think if, you know, if there's a takeaway from, from, from the chat that we're having, uh, I strongly suggest to people that, you know, at least have an account set up. And um, if, if all this blows over, um, then you can always sell your gold or silver whatever you've got back. But uh, at, least, at least make sure you don't join that queue. You, you bring up a great point, opening the account. That's potentially an option there. Real quick, Simon, real quick, what advice uh, would you give to investors who want to get started with investing in gold? Well, I mean, as I say, I've got a book, The Beginner's Guide to Investing in Gold. Um, I I think it's helpful okay. um, for people uh, if they're serious about getting exposed to the sector. Um, if they don't really want to spend the time reading a book, then at the very least, I'd suggest that they set up an account um with a local trusted uh dealer um someone who is you know 
well regarded and um you know at least have some gold or silver um it, it, it's just, i i think it's it, it's an important thing to to do uh, as, as much for your family and uh, uh, as for yourself so um yeah i i definitely at least do something don't just listen to this and do nothing oh absolutely that great advice simon thank you so much for coming on the early bird podcast to discuss uh, investing in gold. I really do appreciate it. But before we wrap up the discussion, I just have one final question for you, Simon, and it's the most important question for today's discussion. That question for you, Simon, is if a genie were to grant you three wishes, what would those three wishes be? Oh, wow. What a good question. Um, well, I suppose I ought to answer this in the context of gold, but I mean, I... If you look at what's happened with debt and gold, when debt goes up, mm-hmm. the gold price tends to go up. So mm-hmm. I can't see any reason why debt will go down. So I, I think the gold price uh, has got a good chance of, of, of appreciating. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that that's probably my first wish. I think that my second wish is that um, uh, you know gold companies tend to uh, follow the gold price you know you mentioned mm-hmm. quite rightly earlier that you know the gold price has done very well um but interestingly silver i mean i'm not sure what the silver price is at the moment i think mm-hmm. it's probably only about 21 and a half dollars 22 dollars but yeah it has been as high as 50 dollars and so um uh you know i, I my, my other wish would be that the silver price um picks up mm-hmm. and um and then the third, my third wish, I suppose, is, you know, the more people invest in it uh, <laughs> because, um, you know, they, they spend all their lives um, earning money. And, uh, uh, you know, it's all very well having, you know, hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars in the bank. But but I think you should have some gold, even, even if it's, you know, a few hundred dollars, you've got to have something. Thank you again to Simon Popple for sharing your insights on investing in gold. And thank you to everyone for listening to today's discussion. We'll be back next week for another episode of Early Bird. Have a great day.